0: storygoers and welcome back to another episode of tales from the cartridge the video game storytelling podcast i am one of your co-hosts eric penrod and i will be other co-host ryan bauer ryan you've passed a thousand downloads we did it yeah wow it's amazing it feels so good not even a year in no i I feel like that's a big accomplishment for us that's awesome yeah i mean
1: we were just talking about this month has been huge as far as downloads so thank you all you new listeners um for tuning in this month because it's looking to be maybe our biggest month yet
0: which is crazy mm-hmm. it's yeah mind-blowing and we'll get that too before that though we have something more important to talk about ryan how are you and what games have you been playing
1: uh, i am doing pretty good i got my uh first shot my first vaccination shot so mm-hmm. that feels great um other than the the fatigue and arm pain it feels great um (laughs) yeah i'm feeling great great. uh and uh similar to last week this week was a little crazy but um i I got a lot of sleep last night so i'm feeling pretty good um as far as what i've been playing almost the exact same thing as last week a little bit of valheim with my friend dave our friend dave i should say a little valheim with our friend dave and um then some stardew with my partner we're into winter now which is kind of just you know, building, reorganizing the farm and getting the farm animals ready. And uh, we just bought all our spring seeds at the at one of the night. Farmer's market, there's like a dock farmer's market during the night. And you can go there and we bought all our spring seeds ahead of time. We set aside like a couple, like 10 to 20K for seeds. So when spring rolls around, wow. we'll just fill it up with seeds. Yeah, we've we've been really um but yeah, so it's been going great. That's been that's been really fun. Um and then I, I actually this morning um because I was I slept so well last night, I tried out two games. I tried out um the demo for Monster Hunter World. Is that, no, no, Monster uh-huh. Hunter Rise. Right and yeah. it's it's okay monster hunter is just super clunky for to me i, I really loved monster yeah. hunter world because i played it with somebody but on its own it just feels like super wild but I, there's people who really love it but it, I, I don't i don't think i'll pick it up and then um enter the gungeon was one of the free playstation games so me and my partner oh, tried that yeah. out a little bit which was fun um i'm not sure if
0: we'll play more of it but it was fun just to check it out but yeah
1: that's that's so so what, what's what i'm playing mm-hmm. but how are you what have you been playing
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm good too. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you're doing well, and, and hopefully you'll feel better by tomorrow. Um, the shots are a doozy. So, and story goes, if you've gotten your shots, or you're going to get your shots, and good on you. Thank you for doing a good thing, and, and for helping other people in a good way, and, and hopefully you recover from your shots as quickly as possible uh, the second shot is a doozy at least it was for me I was like a zombie for a day but it, you know, it, it surprisingly gets uh, better very quickly like it's very like when you get sick and it's like those like three it, like last like three days like oh my god I want this over that second shot like after like a day I, it was weirdly just over and I was like that's so weird I thought I should still <laughs> be sick it was a really strange feeling but yeah, anyway yes I'm good um, work is getting better like these last like three weeks have been crazy but it's kind of winding down again um, I, I'm a uh, a therapist and I uh, helped open a second crisis unit at my job and uh, so it's super rewarding and I'm really enjoying it it's just a whole, whole lot and I'm like part of like leadership I was in a meeting the other day and the other clinician at the at the other crisis unit looked at me and she, she was like all right you ready to give an update on your clients and there's like a room of like 20 people and I was like oh what <laughs> <laughs> so I was like oh. you know just kind of like terrified to talk in front of people so it's it kind of nerve-wracking uh, besides that though everything's great everyone uh, that I care about is doing well uh, I sent up for a nice walk with my dog uh, it's beautiful out so it's, it's it's fantastic right now and like I hate saying it but as for games this week's been so busy I haven't like played anything like this weekend I plan on playing all the games but I had no idea what I'm gonna play I think I'm finally gonna put ratchet and Clank in I've downloaded it it's ready to go um, <laughs> I'm trying to beat fury also the gamer could be covering today but you don't know that yet. Um, I'm stuck on the last boss though. I've beat it before in the past, so I already know what happens and everything. But like, it's such a hard game. I can't beat it. <laughs> so, well, hopefully, I'll beat it today. Um, but yeah, so that's how I am. Storygoers, we hope that you enjoyed our last episode of Ori and the Blind Forest. Ryan, you, you, Ryan edited the episode and did fantastic. It sounded <laughs> so good, so good. My girlfriend looked at me and she was like, "Wait, who did the voice of the? Who did like the the the?" the Voice of the forest, like the booming, like deep voice, and, I, and she just couldn't tell. Like, it was yeah. so good that she didn't no know kid. Idea who was saying the lines. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, That's awesome! Like, it's so cool! Like, it was very, it just totally brought me into the story. And I was like, mm, So good! So, Ryan, you killed it! Good job, kid. <laughs> glad you enjoyed that. It. It's so good. And hopefully, you're enjoying all the other episodes. And, and to touch back on our conversation with uh, the downloads, like, we really want to do a shout out for all the people that have given us a chance. It's like, it, it's crazy because on our on our, our app that we use to upload the episodes we can see a chart of all the places that we're getting downloads from around the world so we're getting like crazy numbers from like Canada Canada we have we have a bunch uh, and actually a point out, like the the regions and things like that so it's kind of cool so like uh, you know British Columbia Alberta uh, Ontario Nova Scotia I didn't know that that's cool wow. <laughs> like there's Australia there's uh, South Australia Queensland New South Wales and Victoria um, in the US Illinois has blown up mm-hmm. Illinois Illinois I mean sorry sorry. don't <laughs> stop listening to us because I can't pronounce the states. thing I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> Illinois has blown up it's, it, it's crazy to me and of course we actually have like a good third of the map at least like some kind of lit up color which means that we've had a download from it which is just like literally insane It just it's so cool and then worldwide we have uh, downloads in Brazil and the United Kingdom and Ireland even Russia which is like Finland, uh, Spain, did I say Ireland already? Uh, Ireland. So Ireland. anyway. <laughs> Ireland again. <laughs> Ireland twice. So the point is, though, is that like the idea that people around the world are listening to it's us so talk awesome. about video yeah. games is just so cool. Um, and it's just like, it totally, there are nights, at least for me personally where I'm like, oh my god, like I gotta finish this script. I just have no motivation or like I have to like edit and I'm just like I can't do this right now. And I'll look at that map, I'll look at all the downloads, and I'm just like it just gives me the biggest energy boost. So so storygoers, thank you so much. I don't know if you feel the same way around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there are certainly some yeah. nights it's harder than others and, and knowing that there's people out there listening or
1: consuming this thing we're creating, even though, you know, originally we started this just to have like a way for us to keep keep like keep talking about video games, which we just never get to do enough and maybe other people would listen and talk with us. Um, The fact that other people are listening and enjoying and engaging and and hearing those things just makes it feel so much better and is so much more conspiring to work on.
0: Yeah, it it blows our minds. And speaking of... Uh, talking to us. I forget exactly what you said. That was the worst segue that's ever. Right. No, no. that's was good. You can send us, <laughs> you can send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to tales from the cartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. Uh, we've been told several times recently that we shouldn't change the, the Gmail account because now it's just kind of a thing. We should get like a shirt that says all the E's are threes. <laughs> that's a, a great idea from our friends at the first encounter podcast. Um, if you like Final Fantasy, then you'll love them. They're great, They're a fantastic podcast. Check them out. First Encounter podcast on all your favorite uh, podcast services. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of the Gmail, I don't know. I want to change it so bad, but sometimes I just think that yeah, we're too we're too far gone in the all the he's at three. I can't imagine not saying it in yeah. every episode now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. DM us, comment on our things, let us know what you think, and you will be a lucky recipient of a free sticker it's not technically free because you're kind of giving us a comment for it but at no cost no to you other than time Yes, <laughs> time and your perspective that no yeah. one should judge you for it as long right. as no one else is getting hurt from it and this is a video games so i doubt that's happening and that's all that matters <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so for today's game i brought it to the table it's a, yeah. a game that I really, really enjoy, uh, surprisingly, I didn't think I would when I first came out, and that game is Fury. And Ryan, we have some background information, would you like to yeah. kind of uh, take us through the beginning of the background stuff? Sure, I would love to. Uh, so Fury was released July 5th, 2016, so
1: not too long ago, uh, although maybe mm-hmm. long ago. Um, developed and published by the Game Bakers, um, um, written by Audrey Le Prince and Melanie Delacroix, um, the writers they they sound of of french descent um is the, is the are, game makers yes. a, a um, they must maybe maybe they're a multinational um uh, game making crew
0: i know that so there's we were talking about something on in the influences and and they mentioned that someone that helped in the game flew to france mm. to meet them so i'm pretty sure that they are french based very cool but i can very take cool. us through the influences if that's cool. please do yeah go please go through this yes. Yeah. Uh, so Fury is inspired by Japanese games, such as No More Heroes, Metal Gear Solid, and God Hand. And the idea behind these games as inspiration was that you were trying to fight an opponent that was really cool looking, really well designed, that you can kind of identify with. They weren't all just kind of like uh, cookie cutter bosses. They all had their very uh, individual feel to them, which is so true if you play this game. Each each boss in this game is so unique and so different than each other. It's, it's really cool. Uh, Takashi... Okazaki, who is the creator of Afro Samurai, the manga and anime uh, was behind the game's character designs Which is like if you are a fan of Afro Samurai And you play this game and you see one of the main characters the mask that they wear you instantly know that this is from Takashi Okazaki because like it's just the way he designs things. Are are you a fan at all of Afro Samurai, have you ever heard of it? My only connection with the Afro Samurai
1: is seeing... was this an anime that was on Toonami? It's not like
0: Spike. I think it was like really hardcore. Oh. It's like really brutal.
1: I, I think I think I've seen bits and pieces back back in the day when I had like a TV that I would like flip through to try to find something to
0: watch, and it would be on now and there. But other than that, no, no connection. No. It might have been on Adult Swim. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I don't hmm. remember it being there, but I totally, it totally could. Have. It has like a weird like uh, one of the one of the bad guys is a samurai. And he has like this like uh, teddy bear mask. It's a huge mask on his head. Does that sound familiar at all? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so if I if I Google Afro Samurai, the the main character looks really familiar, um, as I look through the images. Mm-hmm. So I, I certainly have seen this on. I don't think I've I've watched enough to kind of take in any of the information on it, but I, I understand mm-hmm. that it exists and, and and somewhat familiar with the that that anime version of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and a lot of the a lot of that um, influence you see in Afro Samurai is very prevalent in in Fury. Uh, so uh, so yeah, uh, Takashi Okazaki... Was behind a lot of the game's character designs. I, I guess uh, the game makers reached out to him, and he would—he was like, all for it. He would design things and email to them, and I guess it was like a huge thing for the crew. Like they would be like super, like excited to open it and see the designs and all flowed really well. Uh, he also helped with uh, some of the environments and some of the story elements in the game, just a little bit—not like too crazy—but uh, just he had little uh, tidbits of uh, of ideas that I guess really helped with the game. Uh, and lastly, there was uh, other multiple influences uh from like such as Greek Greek mythology, uh to even movies such as The Duelists or Old Boy, which I've never seen The Duelist, but I've seen Old Boy and that movie is messed up. <laughs> I don't know how they got. I don't know where the the influence from Old Boy came from, but I would love to know because <laughs> I don't I don't see it, but it's right. cool that it's apparently an influence. So um yeah so ryan we jump into our memories portion of the intro do you have any memories or any kind of uh reflection of on the game fury yeah similar to you um in in
1: ori i have just have no i've never touched this game although i think you've heard of Ori, i'd never even heard of fury before we kind of you Ah. brought it up i think last on the ori episode that you were kind of playing it and that was my Mm -hmm. first introduction to that game when i've Uh, looked up a little bit here and there um not anything because i didn't want to spoil the experience of hearing the story for the first time but no i have no connection to fury i've never played fury or heard of fury even until last week when we recorded the ori episode so i'm really excited to hear more uh and to learn more about it but what about you what are your memories it seems like this is a game that you've played in the past and then you mentioned or revisiting on the
0: ps5 yeah yeah i think i played this so it came out in 2016 so uh it must have been ps4 uh I don't remember where I first saw it, but I remember just seeing it, and the visuals were just like very gripping to me. I remember just thinking the idea that it's, it's purely this only a boss. This game is only boss battles. There's no other like element to this really. Like you fight a boss, you'll walk, you'll get a little bit of like a story tidbits and things like that. You're kind of putting the pieces together, and then you meet another boss. And, uh, and it just it was such an interesting idea because it's so again we talked about this with kind of Shadow of the Colossus, the idea of like a very kind of um, I always think of the word "simple," but Ryan had a much better word in our discussion of Shadow of the classes. Uh, concise. I, you, I think you to use the word "concise" as mm, much okay. better. It's such a, a much more concise game, much more uh, condensed in a very a positive way. It has a lot of great reviews. Like it, it's, it's a speedrunner's uh, dream to play. Uh, it's, it's really, really good. And even if you don't like the idea of this game, I think uh, playing it on easy is still a fun time to do. I've never played it on easy. I've only played it on like normal difficulty. But if like Again, like if this is really frustrating, I would say, try it on easy. I think it's a really good experience. It makes you feel uh, like you've gained something as you go along the way. And this game, what this game does really well, I think, is it makes you question, what are you doing? Are you, you know, without saying too much, uh, it just really makes you question who you are as a, as, a, as a person in this world, as a character that you play, and, and your role in it. It's really good. It's really beautiful. And it's just, I love the mystery of it, because does it doesn't ever tell you all the answers if you have put together yourself. And I think it's a lot of the, the fun of the game. So. so I guess without further ado, we're just going to jump right into the story. Yeah, let's do it. Rain fell from the deep purple and black clouds floating up above the small individual prison. As the rain soaked the surrounding land, chained within the prison was the stranger. His arms and legs shackled within confining machinery. Its grip was unmerciful and unyielding. They refused to let him go. His long, wavy white hair was pulled back into a ponytail and danced with the breeze flying in from the outside. From the entrance of the prison walked in one of the jailers. They were known as The Chain. Massive in size, their footstep pounded with each step it took, walking up to the stranger. The chain was clad in heavy armor that was decorated in blue neon lights.
2: You were a weapon,
0: a bringer of death. The chain's voice was full of disdain and resentment as they electrocuted the stranger with the shackles that held him. The stranger writhed in pain as electricity was forced through his body. His body slouched forward as the electrocution subsided. And now you're nothing. The chain lifted the stranger's face so they could look into one another's eyes. The chain's face was hidden behind a white mask. I will keep on killing you. The chain pulled back their fist and smashed it into the stranger's face over and over again. The mysterious prisoner could do nothing to stop the onslaught. I am your future, an eternity of slow, painful deaths. With one final fist to the face, the stranger limped forward again. Struggling was pointless, and he knew it. I hear thunder, bitter patter Time to wake up. The stranger heard an unfamiliar voice. As he opened his eyes, the stranger watched as the chain walked out of the prison and out into the rain. I'm not going
2: anywhere. I'm staying right here with you.
0: The stranger watched as the chain left, as he heard the unfamiliar voice yet again. Shake your head. Nod your head. It's time to go. Suddenly, an unknown person wearing a purple rabbit mask and holding a microphone and stand, stood before the stranger see what they did to you pull yourself together get out of prison the individual wearing the bunny mask released the mechanical shackles holding the stranger the prisoner fell forward onto the ground and noticed a sword and gun once confiscated now laid in front of him gifts from the bunny masked figure kill the jailer fight for your freedom The stranger said not a word, looking at the bunny-masked individual and then his sword. Picking up the weapon, he secured the sword and the gun to his waist and walked out of the prison cell. The muddy ground covered the stranger's bare feet as the rain quickly soaked his red cape and wavy white hair. The jailer is the key. Kill him and you'll be free. The bunny-masked individual, known simply as The Voice, watched the stranger walk out of his cell and off to kill his jailer. The path was only forward. Rocky and muddy terrain led to a circular platform where the chain waited. The platform itself looked as if it was made to fight on. The chain, noticing the stranger free from his cell, grabbed his staff and prepared to put him back in his cuffs.
2: Every step you've taken from that cell, I'll make you regret. You listen to me and you listen good. You'll never escape.
0: Smashing their staff into the ground, a purple shockwave shot out. Unbeknownst to the stranger, he was at the top of several small masses of land that hovered in the atmosphere of an unknown planet below. The shockwaves traveled down each mass of land, as if signaling the stranger's escape.
2: I swear I'll put you right back
0: into your cell. There's an easy way and a hard way. You choose. The stranger unsheathed his sword. It glowed a light blue, electricity pulsing from the blade. The chain laughed as he watched his prisoner. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Excellent choice. The stranger, armed with his sword, began to run towards his jailer. He was light on his feet and had the ability to dash forward so quickly that it appeared that he disappeared for just a moment. The chain and the stranger fought one another, their laser pistols in hand firing at one another. The stranger landed multiple shots, and dodged his foes at the same time. Furious, the chain moved in closer to the stranger as they faced off. The stranger's sword and the chain's staff connecting with one another, as the sound of metal leapt out. As the two fought one another, the chain realized he was starting to wane and defeat became more imminent. In a last ditch effort to stop his foe, the chain shot out shockwaves and energy blasts that covered everything. The stranger, using his pistol and quick dashes, Shot down the blasts and weaved through the danger ahead. A quick and heavy slash of his sword sent the chain to his knees. As the chain bent down on the ground in disbelief as to what was happening, the stranger approached and kicked him on his back. Closing the gap again, the chain put up his staff only for the stranger to knock it away. Ready to deliver the killing blow, the chain looked up at the stranger behind their white mask.
2: You will be broken. You will go back
0: your cell. The stranger's sword stabbed down into the chain's chest as electricity shot out of the jailer's body. Their body grew cold and lifeless as the rain continued to fall. Okay. So we're going to take a, a short break. The first jailer is is dead. The chain. He's kind of like a kind of like a masochist in, in terms of like his efforts to keep keeping the stranger in his cell. He's very happy just beating the crap out of him <laughs> and, and and making sure he stays in his cell so uh i remember when i first played this game i was i was very like wow the, you know this character that we're playing as a stranger must be a huge threat to something like it, it just seems so strange that this this jailer would be so dead set on keeping him there that he must be some kind of this you know a big deal uh, ryan what are your what are your thoughts so far
1: yeah, I, I had a very similar, similar thoughts. If they're, if they're, have him locked up in what seems to be this like pretty elaborate system with these jailers he has to fight, he must have either done something really bad or, or is incredibly dangerous for some reason. And you just don't know what that is. Um, I think it's really interesting The the chain certainly doesn't feel like a great guy if his, if he gets so much pleasure from just constantly capturing or constantly causing pain to this, this jailed up prisoner. But I, yeah, there's just a lot we don't know yet.
0: Yeah, and I think something that I should point out, too, I should have pointed out before we started talking about it, but uh, the game's director, I forget their name, I'm so sorry, uh, pointed out that each fight, the whole, the kind of the point of the game is that for each fight, there's always a different reason why they're fighting. There's always a different, like, motivation as to why the jailer is trying to, to fight the stranger and hold them back. Um, and, and, but they never, like, say why. Sometimes it's much more clear. Sometimes the, the jailer will be very obvious as to why they're fighting. They'll either, like, say it or whatever. Um, but sometimes there's, you have to kind of dig deeper uh, for that reason. So I'm very curious uh, as we go along, Ryan or Storygoers, if you kind of develop your own theories as to why the jailers are doing what they're doing, and the point is why they're holding back the stranger. We're trying to at least. So, but yeah, super interesting. The jailer is is I love the design of the jailer. He's very kind of demonic in a sense. Um, again, if you've never played this game or you haven't seen the designs of the of the jailers, I would highly recommend checking them out because they they are just so well designed and so cool and unique. Um, that my descriptions, I don't think you them justice. They're really hard to describe. <laughs> so, so go check those out if you can. A quick Google search will uh, will allow you to see that. So, but yeah. So so far the the stranger is out. He has killed the first jailer and he's moving forward. Um, and I, I really like uh, the voice a lot in this game. I think I'm, I'm I'm curious if you'll feel the same way, Ryan, as we as we continue forward. He's very yeah.
1: Strange. He seems like this very strange, like just similar to everything there's just a lot of questions about this voice right just appeared gave the stranger his weapons is wearing a bunny mask and has like a just a very strange and interesting creature to just appear and offer the stranger a chance to escape which i think is is really interesting and what are their motivations if there's a reason the stranger is here what are their motivations behind why they're helping the stranger get out it's really interesting
0: yeah yeah exactly there's motivation there but what what is the motivation that's Mm -hmm. so interesting yeah he's very he's a very weird character and that's like when you see that bunny mask you instantly see the the influence of okazashi um because just how in parallels with with afro samurai it's very like i remember seeing that i'm like whoa that looks super familiar so that's why it's just so interesting it's it's very weirdly designed yeah anyway going on a tangent here but we'll continue our story (laughs) pulling a sword from the chain's chest The stranger heard the voice once more. Bravo! Excellent! What a thrill! Not your first time, right? The stranger sheathed his sword and walked forward, ignoring and passing by the voice. Anyway, the good news, we're one step closer to freedom. The bad news? There's more out there waiting for us. The stranger stopped and looked back seemingly acknowledging what the bunny-masked individual stated. But don't worry. I know them. I can help. Believe me, what's waiting at the end of all this is so worth the trouble. You and me, we're in the same boat now. Let's get the hell out of here. The stranger looked forward and began walking again. Ahead of him, the path ended at an open-arched gateway. As he walked to the gateway, the voice spoke to him once more. His voice so close, yet still so distant. Way down there lies a free world, a world of peace and light, where you're as free as the wind, and you know what? We're going to get there. The gateway opened, a portal to the stranger's next destination. The voice sat behind the gate, somehow having teleported without the stranger seeing. He walked through the portal and came out into a void world consisting of a single platform, In a floating and massive cylindrical prison. The stranger stepped onto the platform, which took him to the new prison. Looking to his right, the stranger saw the voice floating next to him. I'll tell you what I know on the way, but don't expect all the answers. It's all about what a man does. The platform made it to the cylindrical prison as the voice waited for the stranger at the prison door. He didn't know how the bunny-headed cryptic teleported, but he also didn't care. The stranger walked forward to the prison doors, and they opened without a problem. That, my friend, is a prison. A prison within a prison. A very clever trick. The stranger entered and began to walk through the prison. You and the prisoner have a lot in common. She turned up one day, destroyed everything in her wake, and then BAM! She got caged. As the stranger wandered through the dimly lit prison, the voice would pop in random places, giving little specks of information about the next jailer. The stranger walked around the outside edge of the prison, making his way to the entrance of the jailer's cell. They had to build all these layers so she couldn't get out, and you couldn't hear her screaming. The stranger made it to the cell door and entered inside, unaware of what to expect. It was only the first entrance, he realized, as he continued to the next door. She tried to tear through these walls so many times, but they just kept growing back around her. It drove her completely insane, enraged, she'll hunt anything and rip it to pieces. Now that's some jailer, but you and me, we know being locked up fucks you up inside. We know that so well, don't we? That's why we did what we did. That's why we're getting out. That's why our story doesn't end like hers. The stranger entered into the final door leading to the jail cell and his next jailer. Small walls filled the room as he walked around. A bright blue laser shot out attacking the stranger as he barely dodged it. She rolled forward, her arms and legs bound to a standing motorized wheelchair. Attached to her face was a laser cannon her real name unknown, she was the prisoner and jailer known as the Strap. Firing laser blasts from her head cannon, the stranger matched her with his pistol. The two fired at one another as the stranger moved in closer and landed a few blows with his sword. Whether she screeched out in pain or anger, the stranger couldn't tell. She broke the bindings on her arms and pulled out a scythe sheathed within the wheelchair. She attacked with it turning and weaving quickly as the stranger dodged and parried. The stranger continued to wear down the strap as the prisoners fought to the death. The strap, infuriated, took her scythe and brought it down onto her leg straps, freeing herself from the wheelchair and gained down on all fours. The strap continued to hide and attack the stranger, hoping to kill him. She charged at him, pushing the stranger back towards an electrified pit. Falling down into it meant imminent death. Using her momentum against her, the stranger pivoted and threw the strap over the pit and down into her electrified death. She cried out in pain as her cries became silent. The stranger turned back as the light from the next gateway shined on to him. He faced towards the pit once more, where the voice sat on its edge. Well done. You put her out of her misery. The stranger turned and walked towards the newly opened gateway. The voice was now resting by a nearby wall, close to the gateway. She crashed through one day, frantically searching for something. They couldn't make sense of her. She was so wild. So they put her in a cage. Then you came along, and they did even worse. Way worse. It all went so wrong. The stranger made it to the gateway, where the voice waited for him. But we're going to make things right again. Together. The stranger entered the gateway. All right, so another jailer is dead. The strap. The strap is, the design for her is super weird. She's like bound to this like standing wheelchair. She doesn't talk, she just screams. She has this cannon kind of like put onto her face. So she's kind of like, she's like almost like this tortured creature. But from what the voice is telling us, she's also this kind of just like animal, like kind of animalistic person that kind of. Came out of nowhere and was just wrecking havoc, so they put her in this jail cell. So she's very much like a mirror of the stranger, in a sense. Um, but her fate is really sad because she just ends up getting thrown into this pit because they're kind of just kind of forced to fight this guy. Um, so I'm curious at what you think, Ryan, so far of the stranger and 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 kind of his motivations are obviously escaping, but do you think there's more to it than that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think as far as My thoughts of The Stranger, I I don't know. I mean, I think there's still a lot of unanswered questions. I want to know more about The Stranger, why he's here, what he did to be put here. Is it similar to The Strap in that he was both... What's really interesting, I think, about The Strap Encounter is that she is both a jailer and a prisoner. She has those two roles, and I'm curious what other jailers also have those two roles or if she's kind of unique in that. I think that's really mm. interesting and and what is does the stranger have some kind of an alternative purpose for being in here or is he just or is, are they just trapped here? Um but yeah, I don't know. I want you want I want to know more about it, but I, I I just I'm not sure what their their intentions are. I think escape feels like kind of escape feels like what their goal is. I'm not sure if they know why or what will be waiting for them? It sounds like the voice is kind of pushing them or filling in that for them. I don't know if they have a good idea anymore. It doesn't seem like, but it's hard to tell with that silent protagonist um, type of. But yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, and, this, and the stranger never talks the whole game. He just he's very, he looks very sad sometimes, conflicted, and, and when he. But you can you never know for sure. What he's thinking, um, I think a lot of that, that context is filled in by the voice. The voice kind of like will say like, "I know you feel this way. I know you feel this way," but you don't really know if, you know, I, it, that could just be the voice saying things. You don't you don't really know. And speaking of the voice, like Ryan, what are your thoughts on on him and and his intentions? It almost seems like the voice isn't somehow also
1: bound here because of the way they're speaking, saying we have to escape or we have to make this right. Or in some way, their fate is tied to the stranger in some way that's really interesting. I don't know. It it seems like their ultimate goal is to get the stranger out. What from there... Um, I'm not sure because what would they gain or what are they going to gain once that happens? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Again, it all kind of lies upon why is the stranger there in the first place? Were they, you know, unjustly thrown in because they were speaking out against some great injustice or were they like caused some kind of disaster or harmed a bunch of people and were thrown in there. And that, that really kind of determines whether or not the voices intentions are good or not, I guess
0: there is some kind of sinister vibe to it all though. Certainly. Yeah, for sure, and 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 he knows so much. Like he's he's very inf- he has a lot of information uh, about these uh, about this last jailer of the strap. He, he he knew all about her. He knew about why she was put there. Um, so he definitely has a lot of information that he's surprisingly willing to share. But I'm I'm curious if he's keeping anything from the stranger. It's, yeah, he definitely feels sinister in a very creepy way, um, which I think is fun. I think it's it's glad that, it's cool to know that we don't know if we can truly trust this person. Um, it makes you kind of keep guessing as you go. So, yeah. So far, are you liking it though?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's really cool. I think the concept is is really, um, really interesting. I think concise, that that simple concise type of storytelling is really interesting and uh, really engaging. Where, again, our goal is very clearly we just need to escape. There are these obstacles we have to overcome, and the the idea of these these individuals we have to overcome is really interesting and compelling
0: yeah yeah it's it's yeah i think a concise story i mean like a complex story is great i mean don't yeah. be wrong i think complex stories can be fantastic but then they can get over complex and very dense but with, with something like this i think the conciseness adding with the mystery of what's going on just makes it so it just it, it, it brings a sense of like um just enjoyment over like what's what's happening here and i think that's one of its best qualities of this game it's very it, it's it's somewhat in the same vein of, of Shadow of the Colossus, honestly. Like this is a, kind of like our bass, bo- our, bass uh, our boss battle only games this month. It seems like in a sense, um, except for Ori. But uh, yeah, it's just very interesting how these uh, Shadow of the Colossus and uh, Fury are very similar in that regard. Yeah. Also, story gories. I there's a there's a, a good number of jailers in this game. I think there's nine total bosses with an extra tenth if you choose to fight them or not. And some of the jailers don't add a whole lot of context to the story, some do in a sense. Uh, so I had to kind of skip through some of them. Maybe in the future if we ever cover cover this game again, we can really dive deeper into the other um, jailers. But I just felt like for for storytelling's sake, it'd be easy to condense some of them down and uh, kind of quickly go through them uh, and then focus more on others I thought were kind of more compelling and added something to the story. So. Um, If you're very curious about these uh, jailers that we skipped, then I highly recommend playing the game. I think you get a lot out of it. They're really cool. The Stranger continued forward, fighting the time-controlling jailer known as the Line and the sewer-dwelling jailer known as the Scale. Both fell to the Stranger's blade, dying by his hand. As the Stranger watched the dead body of the Scale sink into the watery depths below, the voice approached him. Will we share his fate? Or will life take an unexpected turn? Hope comes from the strangest places. I thought about it for so long. Destruction of the world on one hand, but on the other. What about my world? Why should their world be more valuable than mine? I made my decision. I will free myself, whatever the cost." Seeming to ignore the voice once more, the stranger entered into the next gateway, and emerged out into an orange-hued landscape. The rock path showed the stranger the way to his next opponent. Every step the stranger took, he could feel the cold rocks on on the bottoms of his bare feet. The warm breeze gently pushed against him. The voice stood nearby watching the stranger walk by. Can you feel it? The anger? Good. Focus on it. Let it grow. He traveled up a small hill toward the metal dome, which likely held his awaiting jailer. The voice stared down while standing on a metal pipe connected to the dome. "'Let me tell you some more about what this one did to you. You need to know. Then there'll be no stopping you. He's the one that got you here in the first place. He's the one who brought you down. He led the men who captured you, hundreds of them against you. Was that fair?' The stranger continued up the hill. The voice waited by its entrance. What do you say? An eye for an eye, huh? Time to take your revenge. The jailer is the key. Kill him, and you will be free. The stranger finally reached the dome entrance and went inside. In the dome was a simple home. A home made for that of a family. A small path. With tall grass on either side of it, led the stranger to a clearing. The nature inside was gorgeous, birds chirping, and the wind was surprisingly warm. A small boy, lurking in the tall grass, met eyes with the stranger and ran to his home. Nearby, a large, muscular man put his helmet on and grabbed his sword. Preparing to fight, the armor-clad man walked to the stranger. This man was the next jailer. He was known as The Hand. The Hand? before going off to fight bent down to speak to his son
1: he who knows no fear knows no courage i take mine from you
0: we are what we fight for the hand placing his hand on his son's shoulder when reflecting on why he fights turned back grabbing his sword and shield and moved towards the stranger who waited in the circular clearing
1: i look at you stranger and i see nothing desolation death you are alone I am fighting for something much greater than this.
0: The stranger stared at the hand and said nothing.
1: Can you imagine the strength that gives me? I doubt it. And so your fight
0: ends here. The hand's sword and shield began to glow with a green and yellow flame. The hand's helmet, adorned with large horns, also glowed in the green and yellow flame. I brought you to your knees once already, and I will do so again. The stranger fired at the hand, but the blasts reflected off the jailer's shield. The stranger unsheathed the sword and attacked, their swords clashing as both struggled to win over the other. Pushing his sword away, the stranger twisted in the air and slammed his sword down onto the hand, knocking him down. The two continued to struggle against one another. The hand sent shockwaves out to his prey, hoping to end him, but the stranger quickly dashed past them with ease. The hand threw away his shield in anger. He wanted the stranger dead immediately. We built all of this. We prepared, invested so much. The two continued to fight one another, both getting more desperate. The hand proclaimed that the stranger had nothing to fight for, while the stranger remained quiet. The hand, using the last of his strength, charged the stranger, continuing to slash at him with his sword. Each attack was parried by the stranger as he held his own. With one final attack, the stranger impaled the hand who fell to the ground and died. Without saying a word, the stranger sheathed his sword and continued forward. The voice, sitting close by, spoke to his fellow prisoner. Man, that was intense. But you've gotta move on now. Don't overthink it. That's what they want you to do. The stranger moved to the next gateway where the voice waited for him. The things we do for love. The stranger, Entered the next gateway. All right, so that is one, two, three, four, five jailers down. We were kind of seeing more of that. What we talked about with the uh, the motivations of characters for these jailers to stop the stranger, as we heard with the hand. He's talking about how you know he he reflects that he loves his family, he loves his son, and that's what he fights for. It gives him strength. So in that regard, it makes me think of like, well, if if that's the main motivator of the hand's strength. And the hand lost. What does that mean for the stranger? Then does the stranger's goals even more significant than the hands? I don't know. What do you think? Does that make sense, Ryan?
1: Yeah, I mean, if 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 in this, if the conceit of this world or of this situation is is he who has the most to fight for is obviously the most powerful, which it seems to be. That's kind of what they're setting up. Um, and because the hands seem to be a really honorable and at least from my 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 quick dive into his character a fairly honorable and he wanted to keep the world safe for his family and for his son so how can the stranger possibly have something greater than like that desire to keep their family safe and what is that um yeah because if the conceit is you know he who needs it the most or desires the most is the most powerful because to me the main driver of the stranger currently is the voice right telling him that this is this is his chance this is what he needs to do so that they can be free um, but other than that, we haven't seen or heard whatever that is. Um, so it's, I'm interested to see what that, if if there's something more. I mean, the voices line at the end there, the things we do for love, right? That that could be seen as like a foreshadowing. Or it could be seen of just kind of closing the picture on the hand. It could be have a yeah. a duality there that's really interesting.
0: I think you make a really good point with that. And I would say hang on to that thought if possible. I think it's going to be interesting as you take it forward. But yeah, it makes you really think, like, uh, if I didn't know this game, it'd make me really wonder what the Stranger's motivation is then. Because if that is the idea here, that, you know, what you fight for gives you strength, and like, and, and the Stranger won, what is he truly fighting for then? I love the, the idea of that. And with, uh, with the, um, the line and the scale, the two that we kind of just quickly went over, the line is this is very old man, uh, he can control time. But I think order is kind of his purpose. Like he enjoys order of things, and he knows that the stranger is not part of order. So that's why he's kind of trying to hold him back. And with the scale, the scale mentions how the stranger like ruined his life. The stranger has just completely ruined his life. He can't show his face anywhere. He wears this like kind of like scuba gear set up, um, and he just wants to kill the stranger, like even more so than the jailer did. The jailer wanted to just torture him, but the scale wanted to like make him suffer and, and kill him. Um, so every person has these motivations. For why they want to stop this, the stranger, um, but definitely the hand had the most honorable, I think, motivations. He, he. I mean, and yeah, I think of it too that you know each landmass in this atmosphere of this planet is is held down by each jailer, and each jailer is, is just there. They've kind of sacrificed their lives on this planet that they're protecting supposedly from the stranger to live on these masses to make sure he doesn't escape. And I think that's it makes me wonder: is there truly a bad guy in this game, mm-hmm. or is everyone kind of black and white? Or, I'm sorry, everyone kind of gray in regards to their motivations and what they're
1: doing. Yeah, it's... it's, Now that we've gone through a variety of these jailers, it seems as though the one connecting... Because if this was just a regular prison and these were regular jailers, they would be there for their own reasons. But it seems like the thing, bringing them all here, is specifically the stranger. This jail was not made... This is not a regular jail made to hold anyone. This is made to hold one
0: person in particular, it seems. Yeah. Which is really interesting. That's that's what it looks like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Very interesting as we continue to move on. But I'm sure we'll learn more from the voice. (laughs) And just to make sure everyone knows and, and just to clarify too, as the stranger is walking to each jailer, the voice is like seemingly teleporting. So like you'll have the scene and the stranger walks and the scene will change and the stra- and the voice is in this whole new place talking to the stranger so he's able to teleport he's able to float he's able to do kind of these like kind of mystical things that don't really make a whole lot of sense um, so that's why he's like constantly able to talk to the stranger because he's changing his position as the stranger's walking by him um, so just for context as you're like how is he still hear the voice he's walked away like <laughs> forever ago that's how the voice is always keeping up in these weird ways without having to actually like walk with him so. From the gateway, the stranger found himself at the bottom of a large spiral ramp. The voice stood with his back against the wall by the gateway. This one upstairs, arrogant, self-righteous, and cold, that's her. She started it all. She even got me locked up. You're going to see her little show out there, all this nobility and self-sacrifice. But really, she's just trying to clean up her mess. But really, she's just trying to clean up her mess. The stranger continued up the spiral ramp to the entrance where the voice waited. Just remember, she's messing with your head. Don't listen to her. Feel it in your heart, your anger, your instinct. You don't belong here. As the stranger exited to the bright outside, the voice rested against the wall nearby. And give her a good kick from me. The stranger left the building and exited out into a detailed stone bridge that led to a beautiful scene of nature and stone monuments. A woman waited on the bridge for the stranger as he readied himself to fight. Walk with me, she asked kindly to the stranger. She was the next jailer, known as the Song. She had long blonde hair and battle armor covering some of her body. Around her head was a mechanical ring as if designed to look like a halo. It was all a mistake. The cell, the restraints, the guardians. She led him across the detailed stone bridge. We can make this right. You
2: can't go to my world, but you can be free here. Look at what I'm offering you. This can be your home. I'll take care of you.
0: The song led the stranger to a beautiful green scene, a true Eden made just for him. A beautiful fountain shot water out in a glorious fashion. Trees outlined the area as beautiful sunlight shined down, basking all in its warmth. I'll tell you the tales of my world. You will tell me yours. There is so much to enjoy here. The stranger looked at the song and then looked away. He seemed conflicted. Should he stay or should he go? As he stood for a moment to ponder, he looked at the platform that would take him to the next gateway and began to walk to it. Stay with me. Why are you leaving? What's not to like here? The stranger continued to walk to the platform. If you go any further, I have no other choice. And you? Even less than me. The stranger stepped onto the platform as the song walked up behind him. How dare you shun me and turn down all of this? You have no idea. I was your only hope. The song put out her hand, hoping the stranger would take it. But he did not. The song clenched her fist you have brought this upon yourself stranger the song's mechanical halo adjusted over her eyes and mechanical neon blue wings sprung from her back she floated into the air as the stranger readied his gun he began to fire as the song fired back she charged at him almost running him through Shockwaves waves sprang out and he dashed over them and dodged her laser blasts the more they fought the more the stranger learned her attacks. No matter how many blasts she sent out, the song could not land a blow on the stranger. As the song charged the stranger, he parried her attack, pulled her into the air, and threw her down to the ground. Weak and desperate, the song put up a shield around her, with four electrical poles powering it. The stranger destroyed each pole while dodging her fire. With the shield down, the stranger rushed the song and knocked her over onto the ground. This will eat you up inside for the rest of your days." The song prepared herself and put her hands out to either side of her body. She was angelic as the stranger brought up his sword, ready to strike. For a moment, the stranger waited, as if contemplating his choice. After that one moment, his sword came down onto the song, killing her. Her body fell limp as the voice appeared once more. Hmm. I did not expect that, not from you. I think I saw you hesitate after the last fight. The stranger walked to the next gateway. You, of all people, why would you ever hesitate? It made me think. The stranger made it to the gate as the voice rested against it. I like it. It gives me hope. The stranger entered the gate. So. Uh, discussion time. I think it's super interesting. I didn't know this after all this time playing this game that there is actually an alternate ending at this point in the game. You can actually stay with the song and the game will just end. Like if you wait I think a good amount of time uh, she'll be like stay with me come talk to me. Yeah you just stand in this garden with her and eventually she goes come sit with me. He'll just sit with her and the game just kind of scrolls through the credits and like so he just kind of accepts his fate and stays with the song which I, I, never, I never would have thought so. I never would have thought that was an ending until I, I learned that, which is so cool. It's five years. The game came out five years ago when I first played it. I never knew that was, was a thing with it. So super cool how you learn new things about games or new things pop up that you just never realized. But in this, we see that the stranger hesitates before he kills the song. Uh, he, I think he feels something and then he doesn't, he doesn't want to do it, but, or maybe he does. I don't know. I could be speculating, but he hesitates in that moment, but then brings the sword down. Do you have any ideas what the hesitation could have been, Ryan? No, I mean, I'm I'm assuming it sounds like they have, like, a history
1: in the way they're talking to each other. And in the way the song is communicating, again, we don't know if the song is being truthful. But the song seems to be saying, like, this is the best it's going to be for you. Any farther than this, it's just going to get worse. Um, So there seems to be some kind of history in that she knows his fate. Or she obviously she knows more about his past than we do. So I don't know if that hesitation was because of that kindness that she tried to offer to him, or if it was because of some history they have, or if he just is starting to be unsure if this is the right thing to do. Again, we're missing a big piece of this. We're missing a a big, like, the center of the puzzle piece Mm -hmm. here as to what the incident was or why he's locked in here. But... uh,
0: I, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah that, that's my best guess with the information we have. It's really interesting, though. I think what's even—I I, mean—I think it's—it's it's also interesting that the voice has that this whole thing, this hesitation, it gives him hope. But I don't understand what yeah. that means. What, what hope would he possibly be getting? Right. Out. Yeah.
1: Is it—is—is is the hope from the fact that he hesitated but still killed her? Is the hope that maybe there's whatever he did? Maybe this hesitation is showing a change in him, mm. and that's a positive i don't know it's it's really interesting it um and again it, it it further clouds this relationship between the voice and the stranger the voice is hopeful when he hesitated but is egging him on to like said you know kick her for me right yeah, yeah egging him on to do it but then that hesitation gives him hope there's just some some mixed messages there that just it shows there's a more complex situation here that again we don't have that information and we're in that Adds more to the story because we we so desperately want this one thing that everyone seems to know but us. Yeah. Um. That that, that really drives it. It it kind of in some ways. I was thinking about it as you were reading and as we were talking about this. It's. Very similar to Shadow of the Colossus, in, in some ways, but then totally different in that we don't know it would be like if Shadow of the Colossus is you're just killing these bosses, but you don't know why. <laughs> For fun, you're, you're, there's not that opening scene of you, you know, bringing your 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 partner or yeah. that woman to the altar. It, 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 again, it's just as engaging as interesting, but it's just kind of a, a flipped script in some way that's really interesting.
0: That's such a good parallel. I never, I never thought it yeah. really is like. Is it the, the wanderer from Shadow of the Colossus came and like saw a giant and, was, and uh, saw a giant and was just like, "Yeah, I'll go kill that." and it was like, whoa, that's something yeah. happened. Let's go kill him more. Like, yeah, that's kind of what <laughs> yeah. that feels like. So, but yeah, it's it's so interesting that the voice says that it gives him hope because his whole motivation here is that he wants to escape. So the fact that the stranger hesitates, I like think would be a bad sign. I don't think it'd be a hopeful sign. If your goal is to get out of here and you struggled to kill a jailer, that, that seems like a bad thing to me. I don't know how that yeah. gives hope. So yeah. another weird thing from the voice. The voice is such a weird character. It makes no sense, but he's so interesting. I want, like it's yeah, and we'll learn more as we as we continue on forward. So. Uh, but yeah, super cool. Super, very good parallels that you're putting here, Ryan. That was, that was really smart. <laughs> Thanks. The stranger stepped out onto the gateway into a large room. In the middle of the room were holograms of designs of each prison built to keep the stranger contained. The stranger started down a large flight of stairs as a bright light shined, blinding him. He realized the battle just ended. Looking down, the stranger saw the voice standing back up. He had just fought someone and won. The stranger made it down to the stairs to meet with his strange companion. Oh, it's you. Well, I took care of this one. It was really tough. I'm no fighter like you, but I've got my way. After the last, jailers, I felt you deserved a little more from me. The stranger said nothing as the voice walked past him. Call it my contribution to our escape. We're in this together, now more than ever. The stranger began to walk around, the massive hologram of the different layers of prisons, some he had already been to and others he planned to go to. All of the jail worlds were built from here by a genius architect. The voice admired the holograms of the jail worlds. A perfectly designed masterpiece of a prison. This impossible, impassable prison. I tried so many times to find some way out of here. But there wasn't one. Except for you. The stranger started to head up another flight of stairs to the gateway. The voice sat on one of the steps on the flight of stairs. If only I could have found a way out. Without killing them. Without freeing you. But I couldn't outsmart my greatest work. The stranger continued up the stairs as the voice stood higher, looking down on his companion. And slowly that ancient animal part of my brain took over, the urge to make me fast when she was in danger. That kept me awake when she was sick. The architect gave up, and the father came up with a plan. The stranger made it up the stairs to the gateway, and the voice waited for him. I know what you're thinking. There's a thin line between love and madness. Time will tell. The stranger approached the gate. You go ahead. I'll be with you in a moment. The stranger went into the gate and continued forward on his quest to escape his prison. The eighth jailer, known as the Burst, tried her best to stop the stranger using her invisibility and sniper rifle, but she wasn't able to stop the prisoner. After her, the stranger fought against his toughest foe yet, the Edge, an individual who spent every day training to end the stranger if need be. Though the fight was close, the stranger slayed the jailer and moved on to the last foe in his way, the one known as the Beat. Making his way to the last jail world, the stranger entered into a place of snow and ice. The harsh wind blew against him with a chill that threatened to freeze him in place. It did not stop him as he moved forward to his last foe. The voice sat on a nearby snow mound. Uh, Well, this is a warm welcome. The stranger continued through the harsh wind and snow. The voice stood on a small path the stranger was also walking on. It's guardians like her that make me hate this place. Why did they let her join? How many were they prepared to sacrifice? Don't get me wrong. She's part of this." The stranger walked by as the voice waded up further ahead. She's an overconfident, idealistic child, who dreamed that she could save the world. Let me be the last wave. I will stand when the rest have fallen. She's an amateur, short-sighted, plain stupid if you ask me. What a waste. The prisoner continued through the snow, covered paths to his destination. The voice waited ahead. But don't be fooled by her, she's dangerous. If she was a pushover, she wouldn't be here. She's treacherous and fast, and there's something in there that's meant to stop you for good. The stranger made it to the mechanical bridge and walked on. Above him were metal structures and wires. The voice sat on such a structure from above. So one last time, the jailer is the key. Kill her and you will be free. The stranger walked forward, his resolve set. Unwavering, he had come so far, he wouldn't stop now. He had to escape. He put his hands over his face as the breeze blew harder and more fierce. In front of him, she stood, her gear built for the harshest cold weather. Attached to her back and positioned over her shoulders were two circular speakers. In her left hand was her weapon, a simple looking staff. She peered at the stranger through her orange goggles. She was the last jailer, known as the Beat. You're not what I was expecting. The stranger put his hand on the hilt of his sword. Knowing he was prepared to fight, the Beat bent down and activated the speakers over his shoulders. The Beat bent down and activated the speakers over her shoulders. Sound waves bursted from the speakers, sending the stranger back. With him back far enough, the beat ran away to a nearby ledge and fell back over it. For a second, there was nothing. Until the beat rose back up again, having landed on a platform that took her up. Multiple platforms formed a path ahead as the beat ran from the stranger. Blasters on each side of the platforms, the stranger dashed past their fire, trying to catch up to the last jailer. They said you were a monster. The stranger caught up to the beat on a large circular platform and fought one another. To let you go out, that's a fate worse than death. The Beat tried everything she could. Shock waves, blaster shots, but nothing worked. She fell to the ground, but slowly got back up.
2: Who are you, really? Why are you here? Why are you doing this?
0: The Beat ran again, across spaced out platforms while the stranger chased after her.
2: I wanted to be here. Where else would I be? Here's where I can make a difference.
0: They met at another large platform and continued to fight.
2: Yes, I'm paying the
0: price for my people's freedom,
2: but it's worth it.
0: More shockwaves, more blast fire, but nothing could stop the stranger.
2: I look at you and I don't understand, we're so alike.
0: The beat ran once more, trying to get to the failsafe, the key to stopping the prisoner. She ran off ahead to a large contraption, three massive vents hung over the final platform that she stood on. The stranger looked out in confusion. The beat plunged her staff into a slot in the ground and pulled back. The large vents came to life as the stranger dashed as quickly as he could to get closer to stop his jailer. As he jumped with all of his might, a bright beam shot from the vents, seemingly eviscerating the stranger. The beat stood, hoping that she was able to end her foe. But from below, the stranger jumped high and came crashing down upon her, who came crashing down upon the weakened jailer. She fell back, hitting the ground hard.
2: Stop! You can't go out there. Don't you understand?
0: The stranger did not stop as he continued his attacks. The beat couldn't defend herself as she tried dodging.
2: With you, our world withers and dies. You are the end.
0: He continued, regardless of her pleas.
2: You are a monster.
0: The stranger dashed forward, impaling the beat as she tried to block him. She put her hand on his shoulder.
2: Please, hold my hand.
0: But he didn't as she fell to her knees and died. The stranger stared down at her as the voice approached. This is it, my friend. It's been hard, I know, but she was the last. Finally, going through that door, it's everything we've been fighting for. The voice walked past the stranger as he approached the final gateway. You're not who you were when you first landed out there. We all have choices to make. We all have to decide what's worth fighting for the voice exited through the gate as a stranger followed behind all right so discussion time all the jailers are dead kaput, put boom and it was rough too it's rough because the, the last jailer is this, is this young person um, this girl who's who's very in the know that she is self-sacrificing she is she's doing whatever she can to protect the people that she cares about and the way that she dies and she she asks him to hold her hold her hand. And he just doesn't. She's, she just falls to her knees and dies. And it's just such a... It's such a, like, ugh, like I feel kind of gross moment. Where, you know, you just ended this young person's life who was trying to do what they thought was right. And it just feels very weird. And, and the fact that the voice just walks right by, and doesn't... He doesn't acknowledge it. He just he just walks by her body and just is so happy to escape this prison. It, it gives you that weird eerie, like, ugh, I think I just did something wrong kind of feeling. Yeah, I don't know. Do you feel the same way? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it seems like... Again, we still don't know why all this is happening, but if if, if all of these people, both people who or kind of had reasons that were kind of like, I hate you because I hate you, like, th- not, and then there's these really complex characters like the Hand who, I'm doing this to protect my family, and then the B, I'm doing this to protect all of my people, to protect their freedom. You escaping will in some way, this person believes, end them. And that's, they're doing what they have to do, and then the stranger, for whatever reason... Um, whatever is driving the part, driving them kills her and moves on. And the voice is like, "Yeah, we did it. We're here. We've we've achieved our goal. Um, we've gotten all these keys, which were lives we had to extinguish, and now we can move on yeah. to whatever is outside of this place." Even though there was so much, yeah, it's I don't know. It's so strange. It's so it's 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 this main character who has been driven by something that we don't fully understand. And I think until we fully understand that it's really hard to know why they're doing what they're doing, or if what they're doing is right, or if they are kind of the main antagonist of this, and we've been on the wrong side of this without having any control, um, which is really interesting.
0: Yeah. What I, I almost pull parallels from uh you know the the fact that like so for example uh, Link from the Legend of Zelda never talks, right? Or at least we never hear him talk. But that the whole game, we know what we're doing is is right. Everyone's telling us we're making the right choice. You're the hero. You're you're making the right choice. You're stopping the bad guys. You're doing the right thing. But in this case, with a stranger who does not talk in the same way that Link doesn't talk, we're getting two conflicting narratives in which one person saying we're doing the right thing and the others are saying we're doing the wrong thing. And the fact that the stranger doesn't talk or lay his his pers- his his thoughts, feelings, or perspectives, we just don't understand if this is right or not it, it, it's almost like we're kind of just going along for the ride because we just don't know what else to do you know we just know that this is what we kind of want but we don't know if this is right or not and it's just it adds to that mystery and i think it's a good thing but at the same time it feels a little frustrating because you just want to know if this is good or not like have we done the good thing or have we done just these awful awful things that we can't go back on now because everyone's dead yeah yeah i don't know Do you do you have any thoughts on what the voice or the stranger is likely to do now that they are about to escape prison. I mean,
1: my uh, my inkling is now that they're out, the voice no longer needs a stranger. And so that prison that was built, which it sounds like the voice was a part of that, or maybe the person who did build the prison, right? Was that what it was alluding to? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. He basically was saying that it's his greatest right. work, that he was the one that built exactly. the Exactly. So yeah. if he's the one who built it to lock him in there, there was a reason behind it. And for some reason, the voice was locked in there as well, which we don't have that information. Yeah. Yet. So... I think that conflict is, is my guess as to what comes next. Or at least I'm hoping we get that information. We get the context. We get the motivations of the characters now in a more clear way. Maybe not, um, which would also be really interesting to see what our assumptions are. But that, that is my next guess, guess mm-hmm. is now that they've escaped the prison, what happens to these two characters who are effectively together to escape? And now that they've escaped, what does that relationship look like? And what, do they need each other anymore? And if not,
0: what does that mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm Yeah, and you're and you're totally right about the the, the voice. We don't know why he was locked up, and we know that from his past interactions with the stranger and, and what he said that uh, that the song, the the angelic jailer that tried to keep this the stranger in her garden esque place, um, was the one that locked the jail. I'm sorry, was the one that locked the voice mm-hmm. up in prison. Yeah. My thought, I mean, we don't really know why, but I would imagine my thoughts are that this this prison is so valuable the, the and he was the architect, so he probably knows its flaws, so that it's better to lock him up so that way no one could ever figure out how to break the prisoner free, Yeah, is, is my thought. Yeah, that's a really, that's a really interesting yeah, but, idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was... And I don't think it's ever clarified as to why, but that's my best guess. I was like, why else would you want to do this? But he's, the voices also said that he's a father. And the father, the father took over as the architect you know, waned in, in, in the thought process of how to escape this place or what to do with it. Yeah, which which is why he
1: Which yeah. almost frames the voice as like the reason he's doing this is because he something he cares about. Whether that daughter is an actual person or the daughter is the prison itself, there's he cares about something and that was put in danger and that's why he no longer thought of this place as something to he was no longer building this to hold somebody, but he his focus was, was shifted to something else, to caring for
0: or taking care of yeah. something else yeah so it's, it's very interesting and now. so now we're outside we're out on the planet um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens yeah. next and I have to say as a huge fan of this game it breaks my heart because we had to bypass my favorite Jailer in the game who is The Edge he's like the second to last Jailer he's this cool like samurai looking red suited individual who's like just trains every day he's just this really cool coolly designed character and like halfway through the fight He's using his sword. He puts the sword away and he picks up like a, a rowing oar, like a wooden rowing oar and fights with that and it's just so cool. It's so cool. And I just had to bypass <laughs> them, which really sucked because it didn't add anything to the story. Um, but like, uh, so cool. I, just, I love the designs of these games really add to the story and it, it makes you believe that these are all very individual people, not cookie cutter, again, people that just, they kind of like threw together. These are all individuals with their own motivations and their own like lives and it, that's all just coming to a, a head because of this this stranger. So, super cool. It's just it's a great way to bring you into the story and make you feel awful for killing these old, these people sometimes. <laughs> some of the people feel good <laughs> not to kill, but, like, in general, it, it, it's not, like, the worst thing in the world. Like, some people are just... Uh, some of the jailers are just kind of annoying or, like, you know, they, they're kind of bad, like the chain or whatever, the scale. But people like... Uh, the Edge is really cool, but, you know, like uh, the Beat just now and the Hand, who had a family, and the song because she was kind of trying to be helpful... You know those deaths are kind of like Ugh, I don't know if I just mm. did the right thing, but yeah. All right, so we'll see now what happens. We are coming to the conclusion of our story, and I will say to storygoers that uh, when I was doing the script for this, I had just played the game. I haven't beaten it because I'm at the very end. I'm stuck. But um, I, you know, when we do these scripts, we go through like the YouTube videos. So we can pause and, and type and do all that stuff. But I realized that the the game Bakers, the developers of this game, um, made a whole walkthrough of this game for oh, themselves that's really cool. and. Uh, yeah so I will say, the, say there's two endings for this game and I always assumed one was the canonical ending and it seems that is the case because that is the one that the official Gamebakers channel video uh, uses their ending so that's what I'm going to go with as the ending of the game and we'll talk about the other ending uh, so alright here we go the stranger left the gate and was finally on the planet his prison had been suspended over. The sky was a bright blue and calming. The ocean nearby brought a cool and refreshing breeze. A large structure stood tall in the distance. Under the stranger's feet, the ground became dark and decayed. With every step forward, the stranger killed the ground he stood on. A black trail of death followed him as he walked the land. He followed the trail to a small village by the ocean. The stranger noticed the microphone and stand that once belonged to a familiar individual stuck into the ground. A young child ran away at the sight of the stranger. The child stood by her father. The father, standing by the ocean, stared at the stranger through his purple bunny mask, the same mask the stranger knew all so well. So, now you know. Maybe you think I'm insane, or maybe you understand. You are my only chance. I hoped it would change you. I think it did. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is what you're going to do." The voice and his child held hands and walked off along the coastline. The stranger watched them until they disappeared from view. He turned back and ran as fast as he could to the large structure in the distance. The stranger made it to the base of the massive tower as a large door slid open. He walked forward into an elevator that took him up. At the top of the structure was a red mechanical suit. He put his hand over a large red button that began to glow, and the suit turned on. Acquiring Rider Resuming Flight Plan From the top of the structure, the stranger, in his mech suit, took off into the sky. From the sky, to the atmosphere, to space itself, the stranger looked and reflected on his prison floating in the sky and thought to himself up ahead was a ship and after a moment of reflecting the stranger flew to it on the outside of the ship were sleep pods with individuals resting in them individuals that looked just like the stranger he flew into the ship and into the central chamber inside the chamber was a holographic head covered by four mechanical hands the hands moved away as the head stared at the stranger The holographic head was known as the star.
2: Welcome back, Ryder. Let's see your report on your target planet. Uploading Planet
0: Report. The star connected to the stranger to gather the experience that he had on the planet, his time as a prisoner, and his escape. Results inconclusive.
2: Proceed with manual confirmation. Confirm planet assimilation.
0: The stranger stared at the manual confirmation. Complete planet assimilation. A new world for his people. The Stranger wanted nothing more, but he couldn't stop to think about the jailers, those who fought so hard to protect their world, the lives he stole trying to escape, the emotions and pain they experienced to try and stop him, the words the voice had said to him. Had he truly changed, he wondered. Exhaling a deep breath, the Stranger activated his mech suit's firearms. Warning, Ryder. Deactivate your firearms.
2: Rider malfunction. Activating security systems. Proceed with rider neutralization.
0: Security droids flew down and began attacking as the star's robotic hands covered its holographic head for protection. The attacks on the droids were relentless.
2: What happened on your last mission? I can't let it happen again.
0: Laser blasts flew all around the stranger as he dodged and fought back. He fired constantly at the star while avoiding the droids. Ryder,
2: we've always been here for you. Why all this?
0: Shockwaves sprang out, but the stranger was barely able to dodge them.
2: What will you gain by fighting us? Do you think they will welcome you?
0: They will have no idea what you did? They don't even know we exist? The stranger fired at the star's mechanical hands, destroying each one by one.
2: They said you corrupted their world, but they corrupted you. You have traits I have never seen. Many of us. Selfishness. Arrogance.
0: With its desire to end the Rider's life, the star prepared to unleash all of its power.
2: Will you destroy us to save this world that is not yours? I am disappointed in you, Rider.
0: A sea of blaster fire came at the stranger. He tried dodging, but was hit over and over as he tried to fire at the holographic head. Shockwaves covered the ground, making it more difficult to maneuver.
2: You are a traitor.
0: The star opened its mouth and fired a massive laser at the Stranger. Weakened and hurt, the Stranger continued to dodge and fire back, each shot landing causing the holographic head to become unstable and close to death.
2: You might have saved them this time, but who will protect them next time? That's the worst illusion, believing you can have a lasting impact.
0: The ship began to implode as the Stranger flew out as fast as possible. The last of his people died in the explosion that could be clearly seen from the world below. As the explosion ended, a glowing object flew down onto the planet. As the voice and his daughter silently watched, the voice smiled, and the two turned and walked away, leaving only the view of a beautiful world and the gleaming light in the distance that fell to the planet. The end. So that was the. I. I, I think that is the official ending. I never saw any confirmation of it, but the fact that it was in the official walkthrough, and. All the things a voice was kind of going on about with hoping and hoping that he changed. That has to be the real ending. The other ending is, of course, he does assimilate the planet. He kind of just like... I forget exactly. I actually haven't watched it as I just i totally was based on it. But he basically just presses a button and the ship kind of comes down and just assimilates the planet for all of his people and basically wipes it out. Um, but yeah, now we kind of know that the stranger was this kind of... You know, when he touches the ground of the planet, he kills the planet. Like, he causes death and destruction without even trying which is why he was locked away in this prison and everyone was trying to stop him so Ryan what are your thoughts on the ending were you surprised by anything was was anything uh, not surprising or uh, yeah. Yeah. what's your take? yeah I was really surprised that did not go how I thought it was going to go
1: with the voice being kind of the the difference trying to change um, the stranger in some way by taking him through these experiences not really knowing what that would look like I mean mm-hmm. if if the voice was wrong he just released this being who then destroyed his world, but I guess at least the voice got to see his daughter again, which seems yeah. like was the, the driving factor. Um, the idea that the the stranger is like this just... The stranger is just this... this like, almost like a scout, almost. like Yeah, yeah. He's he's there to kind of see, gather information on this planet before it's assimilated to make it more suitable for his people, um, which we don't know too much about, but that kind of there is our motivation, right? He's trying to save his people. To do that, he has to destroy a world or to make it better suited and end all the lives of everyone there, but in, in turn to bring back his people, which I think in some ways is is a noble goal to return life, but at, at, at what cost does that become you know not worthwhile? But I guess everyone has to kind of weigh that on their own merits, yeah. whether the lives of their people are worth the lives of other people. And it, it's really interesting that the star is saying that, you know, you've saved them or you, you, this works you save them that's fine they're never going to accept you that it is no matter what you do and what's going to happen when another one of someone else comes to destroy this planet like like you did are you going to save them then like that everything you're doing is for nothing mm-hmm. which is really interesting and it, it's curious that the star seems the stranger was changed by this experience and and so i'm i'm curious to who the stranger was beforehand if they were what what kind of their motivations were, drives were before, because the motivations were the same. It's just the experience was different. But yeah, I was, I was yeah. really surprised with the overall arc of it all, of, of where it was going. Um, the voice, in the end, was really just trying to be reunited with his daughter, which is, you know, a noble a noble cause. Unfortunately, again, the voice is ex- exchanging possibly the lives of everyone for him to see his daughter again. Um, so there's this this exchange of life that is taking place that these people are doing the calculations on. Um, and that is kind of seems like a big theme of the story is who what is one life worth one life to one person might be worth another life to another person and what does that mean Uh, but i thought it was really good i really like that that narrative i like that story idea of escaping this prison and we don't know why we're escaping we just hope at the end it's for a good reason and in the end it is in some way um but you were changed
0: by that experience which is really cool but what are your thoughts what are your what are your final thoughts or feelings yeah i mean i think it's so interesting that the voice i mean I, I would honestly say that if i had to if i was asked if the voice is a selfish or unselfish person i would say he's very selfish in that in that motivation I, and i and i get it he's a parent he wants to protect his kid and he's going to do whatever he has to do and, and, and in the sense i respect that i really do um but it's a huge bet to hope that this this invader is going to be changed by escaping this prison i a huge uh Bet to have, but then, you know, the voice is very honest, saying like, "I lost." You know, the 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 smart, the genius architect like died, and the father came out, and then the father side of things is very irrational. He has to do what he has to do, get to his daughter, even if has, it means unleashing hell to do it. So, in that sense, it's almost very like um, commendable as a parent, and from a parent's perspective, I'm, I'm assuming it's very commendable. I think most parents would probably do that, take that route, you know. But I, I like that, you know, all it almost made the sacrifice of the. Jailer's worth it because now they have this if the stranger survived they have this protector of this world now Someone's going to protect the world that they were trying to protect themselves You know, so their sacrifice almost almost become worth it in that case if they had just died and then the planet was assimilated um, I feel like it would have uh, definitely been a more of a downer like wow We really did die for nothing. Um, Yeah, but because they did die and the writer did change and now he's kind of protecting this planet he has kind of taken that beacon, that 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 sigil of hope, and, and and riding with it. So, but yeah, super interesting. It did not go the way I thought. It would. I thought the voice would be bad, and he was gonna try to kill the stranger, you know. But yeah, he just he just you know tells, he's he's like I hope you do the right thing, and and that's where I think the hope thing came from. When he's hesitant to kill the song, you know, that that, that hope that he was inspired by that. Hopefully, this would this is changing him, so. It's cool. They did a great job leaving little breadcrumbs throughout the whole story mm-hmm. to, for you to connect on your own, you know, if you were paying attention or not. And yeah, it's just a very, very interesting game. The characters are all really cool. And the, the sad thing is that the, they were likely never going to make a sequel to this. I've, I've read recently that this is like a one and done thing, um, which makes me kind of sad because I would love to see more of this world. But mm-hmm. yeah, so. But overall, are you surprised by the story? Did you like it overall? Yeah,
1: I liked it a lot overall. I was really surprised with how it went. And it feels like. It feels like a, a, a fully formed experience. And like you said, all these characters are, are, are really well fleshed out in their motivations. And it seems like if, if all of these jailers' goal was to... They were willing to give up their lives to live in this, you know, prison... To protect their world, ultimately they did give up their lives to protect this world. It just wasn't kind of a roundabout way, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. But I think, so I think that's a really cool um, narrative piece. I think it was really good. It was really great. Thank you so much for bringing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope you like that Rich, I hope you like the story too. Uh, if you have never heard of Fury, hopefully it motivates you. If you want to play it, that's cool. And if you want to watch a walkthrough, it's a, a lot of fun to watch too. Especially really good players that like just. Somehow never get hit and are way better than me <laughs> yet, apparently, um, but it's it's really interesting to watch and um, I'm surprised there's not more. If there's like still more speed runs of it. I don't ever see it on Twitch or anything like that, but I could totally just be missing it. But it's a, it's just a lot of fun to watch and to see that story unfold and to, and just the, the look of, again all the designs in the game are, are fantastic. So it's just an overall really cool game. I know that um, the game makers just released a new game called Haven. I think it came out in December last December. I didn't even hear about. Um, it's, uh, kind of, it's very different. It's these, it's this couple that land on a planet oh, and they're trying to yeah. make the best of it. Yeah. I have I seen some breakers. stuff on this. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking about trying it. I don't know if it's, it's, it's not like Fury as far as you can tell. Um, but I mean the Game makers seem like they know what they're doing and they, they did a great job of Fury. So it gives me hope that I might like Haven, so. And if you'd like Haven, if any storygoers have played Haven and they really enjoyed it, please let us know. I would love to get more information on that and, and kind of see what your perspectives are. So, But yeah, so that is our episode of Fury. Hopefully you enjoyed <laughs> it. If you have any thoughts, feelings, and or perspectives and you want to earn a really cool sweet sticker, let us know. Send them to cartridge at gmail.com. All the E's or 3's. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. DM us, comment, let us know what you think. It will read your thoughts, feelings, and or perspectives on a future episode. Um, you, know, you can be like me. I just I've been sticking those stickers everywhere. I'm just gonna say it right now. No, I mean, yeah. President Biden can come down and arrest himself if he wants to. I've been <laughs> putting the cartridge stickers. <laughs>
1: Stick it on the president Stick everywhere. Locks you up. Yeah.
0: We have a famous, not famous, dude. We have a uh, a, a well known uh, coffee place around Maine called the Roma Joe's. That's pretty well known here. And I just there's always those either green or yellow poles and I've been slapping them stickers all over those. <laughs> even my local Starbucks may or may not have a, a, a tales of the cartridge sticker <laughs> on it so and I just I'm gonna keep going so sure. you better watch out Duncan you know I'd never go to you uh, you never know I'm i might just a sticker yeah I might just a sticker, might just yeah. A sticker yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah if you want a sticker let us know your thoughts feelings and perspectives we'd love to read those and uh next week we'll have a DLC episode mm-hmm. uh yep and we haven't really decided yet what we kind of want to do yet but we'll let you know on our social media what that is and let us know what you think about it we'll read your perspectives on it so yeah do you have anything else you want to add right before we wrap up
1: no um i hope i hope everybody when they get their stickers stick at places as well yes please cover do. the world with tales from the cartridge stickers Even if it's your water <laughs> bottles
0: your 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 computer yeah it's, and it's a very nice sticker it yeah. really pops very well it yeah. really is i keep getting compliments on it it's great yeah, <laughs> until I go to like my work and, and some of the kids are like, what is that sticker? I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, please don't don't look it up. Don't, I don't want you to look. Please it. don't Google it. Please uh. don't listen to our uh, Outlast episodes. Please, for the love of God, don't. <laughs> I don't want them coming in like Eric. I heard you say this, this, and this. I'm like, no, no, I never meant it. It was a character in the game. <laughs> what do you mean I'm fired? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah so we will see you next Monday and uh, Story hope you are doing well and we will see you in the next episode Bye. bye